your Catholic drive time, keeping you informed and inspired. We love God. We ought to be able to talk about him. Getting you started on your day. With the latest in breaking news and information from the Vatican to the White House and everything in between. It's serious. It's fun. It's your Catholic drive time. And welcome to Catholic Drive Time. This is your host, Adrian Fonseca. It's so good to be on with you today. Praise be to God. Today is Tuesday, June 13th, 2023, the Feast of St. Anthony of Padua. St. Anthony of Padua was a remarkable saint known for his profound knowledge of Scripture and his fearless defense of the Catholic faith. He is often referred to as the Ark of the Covenant and the Hammer of Heretics. He left a lasting impact on the Church. Guillermo's painting of St. Anthony, admired by Professor Plenio Correa de Oliveira during his visit to Assisi, depicted a strong and majestic man. This portrayal resonated with St. Anthony's character as a doctor of the church, an expert in scripture, and a defender of the faith. St. Anthony possessed an extraordinary understanding of the Holy Scriptures, and he could quote it even the most obscure passages and expound upon them, using them to challenge and refute heretics. His knowledge was coupled with its ability to engage in powerful debates, leaving his opponents defeated. Miracles often accompanied his preaching and further confirming his divine support and earning him the title Hammer of Heretics. Unfortunately, the popular portrayal of St. Anthony today often diminishes his true nature. Sentimental depictions show him as a young man with a gentle demeanor, holding the child of Jesus with an air of confusion. The sentimental piety distorts the image of the militant St. Anthony, who fearlessly defended the church and its teachings. St. Anthony's militant character is exemplified in two historical incidents. In one, a Spanish fleet was besieging the Muslim city of Oram, and the Spanish admiral, facing a feudal siege, turned to a statue of St. Anthony for intercession. He placed his insignias of command on the statue and implored St. Anthony to take command of the siege. Shortly after, the Moors inexplicably abandoned the city, reportedly in fear of a friar threatening them with heavy fire. The second incident occurred in Rio de Janeiro, where the city was under attack by French Calvinist forces. The Catholic resistance was weakening, but the presence of a statue of St. Anthony in a central square inspired a renewed spirit of determination among the Brazilian Catholics. Young men flocked to join the army, and with their support, the Calvinists were defeated, ensuring Brazil remained a Catholic nation. St. Anthony's life and example urge us to become enthusiastic admirers of Catholic militancy, just as he was. Let us seek his intercession to help eradicate sentimental piety and embrace the true essence of the faith. St. Anthony of Padua, pray. For us, happy Tuesday to you. I hope you're having a blessed week so far. We are just getting the week going. We finally got through Monday, and we're on for the races for the rest of the week. Praise be to God. There are a lot of things going on this week. I'm very excited. We're going to be sharing with them with you in just a moment. But first, good morning to you, Tito Edwards. Good morning, Adrian. What a great day today. Today's Tuesday, and we're going to begin our share right at the 7 o'clock hour, like you said. And uh, St. Anthony of Padua, he's a very popular saint in Hawaii. Uh, there's a large Portuguese-American population there. And I can only assume as well in Boston, Massachusetts, because of the large uh, Portuguese diaspora there. So, yeah, uh, he's unfortunately, he's known for helping you find things, but he's a much, much greater saint than, than that. Yeah, you know where else he's really popular in? Where? In San Antonio, Texas. 
Really? Sam Anthony. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, whoosh. There you go. Oh, there goodness, you, go. you got me. <laughs> there you go. St. Anthony uh, is very popular in San Antonio. There's statues of him all over the place, and rightfully so, and rightfully so. At 15 past the hour, we're going to talk about the Daily Wire being banned from YouTube, plus some good news. French Catholic hero saves kids. There is a guy trying to stab people, some children, actually, and this French Catholic who saw it going on, he ran over with a 20-kilogram backpack to try to defend him. We're going to talk about that at 15 past the hour. At 30 past the hour, Bill Donahue is going to be on with us to talk about the war on virtue. It's going to be a very interesting conversation. I was reading his book, and um, he talks a lot about the virtue of patriotism, which I think is very lost today. So it would be a good conversation to have. Plus, in the next hour, we're going to begin our summer share And it's going to be a great time. So be generous today. We would be very grateful if you would call in and support the Guadalupe Radio Network. Or you could go to grnonline.com, grnonline.com. And there, all of our information on how to support us, a link if you want to share, if you want to donate online, all those things can be found grnonline.com. So we'd be very grateful if you would support us during our summer Sherathon. The only way Catholic Drive Time and all of GRN programming, EWTN content, gets broadcast across the Guadalupe Radio Network is by your generous donation. So we very much appreciate you, which means that in the next hour, we were not going to be having our Fear and Trembling game show. That's going to be preempted until next week. So next week, we restart our Fear and Trembling game show beginning next Monday. So this week, Fear and Trembling will be off air for this week. We're going to be having our share hour starting at the 9 o'clock hour going until 10. And so if you want to call in during our hour, that would be 9 o'clock Central Time. But let's begin in prayer, and we're going to pray for your intentions. Whatever it is you have going on in your life, we're praying for that. We're praying that you have a blessed and successful week. And, of course, during the month of June, we're praying for the virtue of humility against the virtue of pride and for a smashing of LGBT heresy. And in a special way this week, we're praying for a successful share In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. My loving Jesus, out of the grateful love I bear thee, And as a reparation for all my unfaithfulness, I give thee my heart, I consecrate myself wholly to thee, and with thy aid I propose never to sin again. Heart of Jesus, burning with love for us, inflame our hearts with love of thee. Let us pray, Lord, we beseech thee, let thy Holy Spirit kindle in our hearts that fire of charity, which our Lord Jesus Christ, thy Son, sent forth from his innermost heart upon this earth, and will that it should burn with vehemence who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Ghost, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And now your headline news with Tito Edwards. Good morning. You are listening to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. Today is Tuesday, May 13th, Anno Domini 2023, and these are your headlines. Catholic News Agency is reporting Bishop Michael Olson of the Diocese of Fort Worth in a statement shared on the YouTube on YouTube denied that he abused his authority when investigating a prioress of a Carmelite monastery and alleged that she admitted on five separate occasions that she had broken her chastity vows. The dispute between the monastery and the diocese began in April when Olson launched a canonical investigation into an alleged sexual affair between the Mont. Monastery's prioress, Reverend Mother Teresa Gerlach, and an unnamed priest from outside the diocese. 
Catholic News Agency and Achiprensa are reporting Father Charles Onomohole Igechi was shot dead upon returning from pastoral duties in Nigeria's Benin City Archdiocese on Wednesday, June 7th. The local ordinary has said, in a statement shared June 8th with Africa, CNA's African news partner, Archbishop Augustine Obioro Okubeze, expressed great shock following the death of Igechi, who was to mark his first priestly anniversary in August. The June 7 murder of Igechi is the latest in a series of attacks that have targeted members of the clergy in Africa's most populous nation. Catholic News Agency is reporting the Vatican said Monday that Pope Francis is working from the hospital as he recovers from hernia surgery. Vatican spokesman Matteo Bruni told journalists on June 12 that Pope Francis's post-operative progress continues to be normal, five days after the Pope underwent a three-hour surgery for incisional hernia. And finally, 1440 Daily Digest is reporting the Denver Nuggets captured the first their first title in franchise history last night, defeating the Miami Heat 94-89 in Game 5 of the NBA Finals. The championship caps a dominating 16-4 postseason for Denver, who dropped only one game at home. The Nuggets were powered by two-time league MVP Nikola Djokic, who also had finals MVP honors after notching 151 points in five games for Miami. Those were your headlines this morning. God bless you all. And the gospel of the day comes from Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. You are the salt of the earth. If salt loses its taste, what is there left to give taste to it? There is no more to be done with it, but throw it out of doors for men to tread it underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city cannot be hidden if it is built on a mountaintop. A lamp is not lighted to be put away under a bushel measure. It is put on the lampstand to give light to all the people of the house. And your light must shine so brightly before men that they can see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Cornelius Alapide had a lot to say about the passage here, about the salt, about many of the things here, but to specifically, we're going to focus in on the salt. Now, first, they give seven reasons why the our Lord here compares them to salt. And so uh, we're only going to go with number seven, though. He says here, number seven, salt by its pugnancy bites and pricks, dries and burns. Here's St. Gregory. If we are salt, we ought to season the minds of the faithful. As it's among brute beasts, a rock of salt, so ought to be a priest among the people. That whosoever is joined to a priest, he may be seasoned, as if from a rock of salt, with a seasoning of eternal life. Let priests read the entire homily of St. Gregory's, and they will find in it a golden mirror for their life, that they may be the salt of the earth. Wisely, saith St. Chrysostom, do you wish to know if the people of any place are righteous? Looks what sort of pastor they have. If you have find him pious, just, sound, believe the people will be the same, for they are seasoned with the salt of his wisdom. But if the salt have lost his savor, if an apostle, if a bishop, if a priest, who ought like salt to season the morals of others, so shall through gluttony, uncleanliness, fear, or flattery, lose the vigor of his spiritual salt, who shall restore it to him? No one. 
This may be seen in the case of some of the priests and pastors of the past age who either led scandalous lives or else were ignorant and negligent in instructing the people wandering in or verging upon heresy. Whence the ecclesiastical order came into sad contempt. Whence the heresies of Luther, Calvin, and the rest sprung up, who says Maldontius are like unto unsavory bugs. When they are alive, they bite. When dead, they give out an offensive smell. Now notice here, Cornelius Alapidae is saying, yes, the priests and bishops, our pastors, must be salt. They must give salt to us. And, and, and season us with the salt of their wisdom. However, he's saying in his time and in the time before him, in the age before him, in the age of the Protestant Revolution, what was happening? How did the Protestant Revolution get a foothold? It was because the bishops and the priests, those who should have been salt of the earth, they were not. By gluttony, by uncleanliness, by fear, by flattery, and it was this that caused the fall or the infiltration of the Protestant Revolution in the church. He even says a negligent and negligence in instructing the people. It is in living scandalous lives. It is in ignorance. He was saying this of priests back then. These are not new problems, my friend. These are not new problems. These problems of the church, of bad pastors, of bad bishops have been around from the beginning. And our Lord knew it was so, which is why he even mentions that if, a, a, if the salt loses its flavor, because our bishops and priests are salt, but many times they are salt that is without flavor. And what use is a is salt with no flavor? Now he goes on and says, it is trodden underfoot. For it is not he who suffers persecution, says St. Augustine, who is trodden underfoot of men, but he who is so foolish as to fear persecution. For only an inferior can be trodden down, but an inferior he cannot be whose heart is fixed in heaven. Although his body may suffer many things upon earth, although assault may be of an ingenious nature, yet it dissolves if it be mingled with water. A good religious priest too is dissolved and becomes effeminate if he associates too much with women, even pious ones. Hear what the elder cited by John Moskis says in his spiritual meadow. My little children, salt is of water, and if it approacheth water, forthwith it fails that it dissolves. A monk suffers the same from a woman if he approach a woman. He too is dissolved and comes to such a pass that he is no more a monk. So let's keep this in mind and let's hold our priests to a high standard and let them know, Father, you are salt. Give me your wisdom. We'll be right back with more after this. Hey, Donnie, what two important things do we receive when we go to Mass? Scripture and the Eucharist. Great job. You're so smart. As parents, we're the primary educators of our Catholic faith to our children. And if you don't know your Catholic faith as well as you should, that's okay. Just tune in daily to the Guadalupe Radio Network by logging online to grnonline.com. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Listen, learn, love, and pass it on. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, The Catholic Church is just out of touch. It's going to have to change if it ever hopes to be relevant in today's world. But G.K. Chesterton says, 
We do not need a church that will move with the world. We need a church that will move the world. It's not that the church has to change, it's that the world has to change, and it's up to us, as the church, to change the world. That is the call to conversion. We don't convert the world by giving in to it. Chesterton says, the world is converted by the saint that contradicts it most. I guess that explains why in an age that worships money, sex, and power, the most influential woman in the modern world was a tiny little nun taking care of the sick and dying in the streets of Calcutta. Want more than a minute? Visit Chesterton.org. And welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. This is your host, Adrian Fonseca. It's so good to be with you today. Praise be to God on this beautiful Tuesday morning. And before we jump into our stories for today, I just wanted to remind you that starting today at the 7 o'clock hour, we are going to be having our summer share So if you want to support the GRN, support Catholic Drive Time, we would be very grateful if you called in your pledge of support during our summer share So that begins at the 7 o'clock hour central time if you can join us. And if you want to donate online, you know, just make sure you put in there, uh, go to grnonline.com, and you can donate there, grnonline.com. And if you want to donate during our hour, we're going to be on at the 9 a.m. Central Time hour uh, every single day this week, starting today through Friday. So if you can join a call during our hour, we'd be grateful. Uh, but if you can't, uh, call during any hour. Any hour, we'd be very grateful. Uh, let them know Catholic Drive Time uh, sent you. We'd be very grateful for your generous pledge of support during our summer share So that means that the second hour will be preempted, and, uh, but next week we go back to our regularly scheduled programming. Uh, but let's jump into these stories here. The, there's a number of stories on this list of things that I want to talk about, so we'll see how many of these we get to cover, so we'll probably go a little rapid fire here. But let's start here. Jeremy Boring, the CEO of Daily Wire, revealed that the news outlet had received approximately 200 violations from YouTube regarding their coverage of transgenderism. Now, the reason why I want this story to come up is because we cover this story a lot. So don't be shocked if we just disappear from YouTube one day, probably Facebook, too. And so this is why it's very important to be on our email list and to be supportive of Catholic radio because they're not going to be able to kick us off of the radio, but YouTube can just ban us at any time. This is why the story is very important. It goes on. Boring highlighted that the Daily Wire is one of the largest news brands on YouTube with over 157 million views in the last week. In the last week, 157 million views. Boring detailed his concerns and criticism of YouTube in a Sunday tweet thread claiming the outlet had received about 200 violations from the video streaming platform over the last couple months. This is very interesting, and I'll get back to this point because this next point is something that we've experienced directly. YouTube has gone back to videos from over a year ago, one Daily Wire spokesperson told Timcast News. To clarify, this is YouTube manually digging and reviewing internally not user-generated reports. This happens to us. This happens to us where all of a sudden, a video that we posted years ago about a topic that they don't like, all of a sudden gets a strike, and then now we can't post on YouTube anymore. This happens, and you're like, okay, well, how am I supposed to know what videos of the past from years ago are bad or not allowed anymore? And they can just change their policies, and they're like, oh, well, we're applying our policies to all of your videos, so anything you have in your backlog... We're going to get rid of. 
this is a very concerning situation. They do that with impunity. They don't like you. They're going to go dig, dig in your backlog and find out something just to, and any excuse just to, to ban us. That's, that's par for the course for YouTube. YouTube is owned by Google, so just keep that in mind. Yeah, Boring's comments follow the seven-day suspension of hosts Candace Owens and Michael Knowles from posting on their YouTube channels. So Candace Owens and Michael Knowles are not allowed to post on YouTube in the next seven days. This is their second uh, suspension on the platform, which means if they get one more, they're going to delete their channels. Now, fellow Daily Wire host Matt Walsh was also demonetized from the platform last month. And that's a huge blow to their income. And we here at the GRN uh, refuse to monetize our YouTube channel, even though we could. And when, the reason maybe one day we will monetize it, but right now we don't. And so we are completely supported by your donations because we can't really take money from the YouTube, even if we wanted to. Even if we wanted to take money from YouTube, we'd probably get demonetized immediately because we talk about the truth. We preach the gospel. And the preaching the gospel is bad. And so that's why we, this is why the problem exists. This is we want to be on these platforms because we want to reach as many souls as possible. But the only way we do so really is by the support of our generous donors and generous listeners. So on to the next story. And I actually didn't intend for that to be a, a plug for donations, but it just worked out really well. Uh, the, so this, uh, this story comes out of California. There is an article over by uh, LifeSite News talking about California moving to grant homosexuals the right to in vitro fertilization. Now, this could probably get us banned oh, as well. The, this is very concerning because what they're trying to say here, this is California's bill, uh, SB 729. It says that infertility, couples who have infertility, it's going to help them be have in vitro fertilization. Now, the problem with this, well, there's a number of problems with this, but one problem that I want to, that I want to focus on, because there's a problem with IVF, there's a problem of surrogacy, and there's a problem with homosexuality, but here is the problem that I want to come up with. They're going to redefine infertility to include, quote-unquote, same-sex couples. This is very concerning because homosexual couples are not infertile. They're not infertile. There's nothing wrong with their biology. It's simply that that sodomitical relationships are infecund. They're not fruitful. They cannot produce fruit. An infertility issue is some people who are naturally disposed toward having kids but are suffering because they're not able to conceive. That's an infertility issue. When two men are trying to conceive, <laughs> that's not an infertility issue. That's called impossible. So that's absurd. It's an absurdity to say that these homosexual couples, these sodomitical relationships, have an infertility issue. And it's a slap in the face to many people who want to be fathers, who want to be mothers, and suffer from infertility. So many people. So many people. California will legally jump the shark. These guys are way overboard. It's it's amazing how when you chuck natural law, when you chuck rational thought, when you chuck philosophy, you can come to any conclusion you want. You can create your own reality and fantasy, and this is the end product. I, I don't know where all this is going to end. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to be even more concerned as to what will come next, but uh, it, this, it's going to be the open prosecution of, of Catholics, Christians, and, and other religious minorities that do not adhere to the woke agenda in California. 
it's going to get really, really bad between now until November of next year. I tell you that. For sure. I agree with that completely. The other, the, the one, the one like a ray of sunshine in that yeah. is that the insurance companies are opposing it because they're like, whoa, that's going to be a huge increase in cost. And so the insurance companies are against it because they're like, that's going to be a huge <laughs> blow to our, to our cost there. So that's the one saving grace is the money is people are like, no, 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 this is going to cost too much. It's going to uh, skyrocket so. in California and it's going to fuel the, the, the migration out of California. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, the cost of living is only going to increase in California. And the other bad, bad thing about this is it's going to decrease the quality of insurance as well because just like we saw in uh, Houston, whenever they changed their insurance policies to make sure they can cover homosexuals, they had to um, change insurance companies and provide higher premiums and lower care for everything else in order to get an insurance company that could also cover sodomitical problems. Um, so this is a real situation that we fall into in the, in our daily life. Uh, now, the last thing I want to cover on this topic is with Jonathan Van Maren, who wrote this article. Uh, he covers, he says the, the, that the children have a natural need for a mother, which cannot be replaced even by the most loving father. And he says here, that children's rights should not be sacrificed for the desires of sodomitical men seeking fatherhood. If you want to be a father, then you have to ha be married and you have to have these kids in wedlock. It is unjust to have children out of wedlock. It is unjust to the kids. This is why we have to keep this in mind. Yeah, that Jonathan Van Maren, he's a rising star in the social media sphere amongst Catholics. He hits it right on the button. No matter how loving a father can be, there is no way he can replace the mother. And, and there's already studies out there. There's studies after studies after studies that children flourish, flourish with one mother, one father married together in a stable household. They flourish. Not two men, not two women. It doesn't matter how much money the, the so-called same-sex couple is, is making to support their children. They flourish when there is a man and a woman complementing each other in raising their children, period. Absolutely. Um, going on to this next story, because we are running out of time now. We only have a couple more minutes, and I have like three more stories I want to cover. Um, but we're just going to briefly touch on this one, uh, because everybody's already talking about it, but it's worthy of mention, is that Joe Biden has flown the gay pride flag over the White House, and it is... Uh, <laughs> As disgusting as you would expect, that the White House is promoting this perversion. And the most disgusting thing about this is that it's not its not a big deal, that everybody is kind of desensitized to it. They're like, oh, nope, there's the president promoting uh, sodomitical relationships. Oh, there's the president promoting sins that cry to heaven for vengeance. And people are just like, oh, well, shrug, move on. That's the real concerning thing about it. Uh, but we won't belabor the point since it's kind of been touched on by many, many people. And the let's pray for the day whenever we have a president who will fly uh, the flag of the Sacred Heart and maybe hold up uh, the image of the Tilma over the White House instead of the progress flag. Um, now, now I want to stop and end this segment here today with some good news. On June 8th, a Catholic pilgrim named and I'm going to butcher this uh, French name, Henry de Anselm, known as the backpack hero, confronted and chased down a knife-wielding attacker who had stabbed four children and two adults in a playground in Annecy, France. 
video footage captured De- and captured De Anselm using his backpack as a shield and a weapon to try to disarm the assailant. He pursued the attacker until the police arrived and apprehended him. De Anselm stated that he acted on instinct to protect the weakest, and he felt a sense of duty to defend others. Prior to the attack, he had been documenting his journey on social media as part of the Way of Cathedral's pilgrimage. He was on the the Chartres pilgrimage. He's a traditional Latin Mass Catholic, and he was in France um, for the for the Chartres pilgrimage. That's what he was there doing. He was documenting on social media, and where he aimed to promote the beauty and significance of France's cathedrals. He had covered over 800 miles and visited 24 cathedrals before reaching Annecy. And the actions resonated with many as he had previously been involved as a traditionalist Catholic scout troop leader, highlighting the chivalrous origins of his courageous act. Following the attack, President Macron personally thanked him and others involved in the rescue efforts for their bravery. The quick response took the opportunity to request being present for the inauguration of Notre Dame in Paris, which is scheduled to reopen next year. The suspect in the attack was a 31-year-old Syrian refugee is under formal investigation. None of the injured children, including the three-year-old British girl, are in life-threatening condition. One of the wounded adults had been discharged from the hospital, while the other is out of danger after sustaining a stab wound and a gunshot wound during the arrest. Hannon, described by the police as agitated and not in a normal state, carried Christian images and wore a cross. He had been identified himself as a Christian when seeking asylum in France, We had recently had his asylum claim rejected as he had already been granted that status in Sweden. So I'd be curious to know more information about this stabber and situations like it. And it seems like this is happening more and more every day. But the thing to note here and the good news to note here is that this is a great story of Catholic heroism. We as Catholics are called to be heroes, to not back down, to not cower in fear, No, we are called to be heroes. We have to stand up because no one else will. No one else will. So let's be inspired by this Frenchman, by this traditional Catholic, by this scout leader, and recognize that we too can be heroes. Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. When you walk into your non-denominational church or your megachurch, what do you see? What stands out to you? Well, here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Number one, observations in a Catholic church. You will notice at least eight items, all of which have religious, historical, or biblical significance. Secondly, what are those items? As soon as you walk in, the can't-miss baptismal font, a stone altar, stained glass windows, 14 stations of Christ's passion, statues, a gold tabernacle, a lit candle near the tabernacle, and a large crucifix. Thirdly, my take. So, what seems to fill your church and truly move you toward Jesus? Oh, I know you don't need a physical or superfluous objects to move you toward Jesus. He's everywhere and in your heart. And that is true. But tell that to Moses, David, and Solomon, who were under strict and exact directions from God on how to build his house and then fill it with his Shekinah glory. I mean, does a comfy chair, does a flashy Fender guitar, does a well-fashioned stage move you toward contemplation and holiness? Remember, stages are for entertainment, but sanctuaries are for worship. I actually was gone from the Catholic Church for 35 years. I want to get to heaven. I don't know if I will. I mean, I worry about it. But I not only want to get to heaven at the moment of my death, I want to find as much heaven as possible here on earth. So I need help. I don't know why I turned on my radio because I've kept my radio off for years. And once I turned it on, I was absolutely hooked. The Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. 
Welcome back to the Catholic Drive Time Show. Today is Tuesday, May 13, 2023, in the year of our Lord. And these are your headlines for this morning. Catholic World News and the Lepanto Institute are reporting the largest Catholic health care system in the U.S. provides employee benefits that include contraception and medically necessary abortions. And at least one affiliated hospital has been offering gender reassignment surgery, according to an investigative report from the Lepanto Institute. Common Spirit Health, a consortium of Catholic institutions in 21 American states, has offered support for homosexual ideology and affiliated institutions have promised contraceptive services, abortion referrals, and gender-affirming care, the Lepanto Institute reports. LifeSite News is reporting Bishop Joseph Strickland will carry a first-class relic of St. John Paul II this Friday, June 16, as part of a Eucharistic procession to the L.A. Dodgers Stadium in opposition to the team's LGBT, quote, pride, end quote, night, which will honor a blasphemous drag group that dresses up like nuns. Bishop Strickland told LifeSite News via email on Monday why it is important for Catholics to speak up. I believe it is essential that we speak up with clarity and charity when the truth that Jesus died to share is blasphemed or ignored. Catholic News Agency is reporting the Biden administration has doubled down on a radical approach to sexuality and gender in its latest efforts to advance LGBT communities and youth. His critics of the White House actions include Eric Niffen, an attorney and fellow at the Ethics and Public Policy Center, and Natalie Dodson, a policy analyst for the EPPC quotes, this is one of the many actions by the administration to advance the radical gender ideology agenda, Niffen and Todson told CNA. From grants to regulations, this administration has broadened the definition of sex. And finally, 1440 Daily Digest is reporting J.P. Morgan Chase agreed yesterday to pay $290 million to dozens of victims of sexual predator Jeffrey Epstein to settle claims the bank knowingly supported the financier's crimes. The amount, if approved, would be one of the largest in a sex civil sex trafficking case. I am Tito Edwards, and these are today's headlines through a Catholic lens. Thank you, Tito, for keeping us up to date. And, you know, this is a... Before we jump into our rest of our conversation coming up in just a moment uh, i just want to remind you that we are having our summer 2023 shareathon uh, beginning today so beginning today we're having our summer shareathon a very great and wonderful opportunity to support your catholic radio station and uh, here at the guadalupe radio network we rely on your generous donations and in fact the only way we stay on air the only way cdt stays on air is by your generous donation. So beginning at 7 o'clock hour, going through the rest of the day, we're going to be having our summer share done. It's the four times a year where we kind of halt programming for a little bit, and we have our summer share done and ask for you to support your local Catholic radio station. If you can do so, hop on with us. Uh, you can uh, have us call You call into our, our hour, which is at 9 a.m. Central. That goes to 10 a.m. Central. You can call in during that hour or... If you'd like, you could go on to grnonline.com. There you can donate online, grnonline.com. If you go to there, all of our listings are there for the donation uh, uh, levels and the prizes that you get and the gifts we would like to give you uh, for those donations. 
Go to grnonline.com. And then lastly, if you can't call in during our hour, you don't want to donate online, beginning at the 7 o'clock hour, going throughout the day, you can call in all day long. So if you can't do it at the 9 o'clock hour during our hour, call in at any hour. We'd be grateful. Uh, let them know that you were, you're coming to donate for uh, Catholic Drive Time. We'd be grateful for the shout-out. But uh, there were some other stories that I wanted to talk about before we jump into other conversations. There is this other story that came out over by the Crisis Magazine. And this story, well, we, we covered it a little bit yesterday. And I wanted to talk about this because I was asked about this yesterday, uh, again, uh, after the show. And I also was, um, I was thinking about this and talking to other people about this. And it's it kind of weighing hard on my heart. And now this article from Crisis Magazine is titled, Mourning the discovery of hidden vice without falling into uh, prurience. The guilty plea of Father James Jackson, FSSP, points to the mystery of iniquity and is a caution to both his most zealous defenders and his strongest critics. Now, this article is uh, by Dr. Peter Kwasniewski, and it's, a, it's a very excellent article, a very excellent article. It doesn't, it doesn't pull any punches. It tells it how it is, but it's also very encouraging. And this is why I wanted to discuss this article. He starts off the article. The news is out that Father James Jackson, FSSP, has pleaded guilty to the charges of possession of child porn. What he is guilty of not only looks bad, it looks worse than could possibly be imagined. I will spare the details because, as I will explain further below, we can actually sin, yes, truly, by probing too curiously into evils in the name of purported quest for justice. There are still some who are grasping at straws to figure out a way to exonerate Father Jackson, and let's not beat around the bush. This, uh, that is nothing more than an extreme form of clericalism. It is not reasonable at this point to believe him to be innocent when he has himself pleaded guilty to charges that will put him in jail for anywhere between 5 to 20 years, not to mention the maximum fine of $250,000. One might well see his lack of any effort to defend himself as a glimmer of hope that he has begun to repent. Repentance begins with a simple acknowledgement of evil doing without any attempt to justify or defend oneself. Now, before I go on with the article, I did want to point out there are some people who are still defending Father Jackson. And yes, technically, he was not found guilty in a court of law, but that's because he didn't go to trial. He pled guilty. And, he, and so some are arguing, okay, well, he pled guilty, but... That's not him admitting guilt. He's just pleading guilty so that way he can have a, take a plea deal. Now, the reports of Father Jackson, many people said that he was a man renowned for his holiness, for his excellent in preaching, and his excellent writing, uh, which I can attest to in terms of just his excellent writing. I didn't never met the man, uh, but his writing uh, was excellent. I, I recommended his book, uh, Nothing Superfluous, many, many times. And, and in a way, I still do because the book is still very excellent, uh, though I don't know if I could recommend it to people for the risk of scandal uh, in the future. Um, but nonetheless, the book is absolutely, absolutely wonderful. But the here's the thing. If he is as holy as people claim that he was, then he should strive to regain his good name. Even if it means that he's going to have to go through this very difficult legal battle, even if it means he is going to have to suffer through trials, the right thing to do the most just thing to do would be to defend his name. 
Now, maybe some might argue that it was actually out of humility. He's going to allow himself to be rejected, scourged, and all these other things in order to, I don't know, suffer for some end. Perhaps. I don't see it likely. I don't see it likely. I, I think that he is probably most almost certainly guilty of the crime that he's being committed of or accused of. I think at this point, it is almost certain that this is the case. Now, going on in this article, we are seeing here in its full ugliness, the mysterium iniquitatis, the mystery of iniquity. Does any grown Catholic with some life experience really need to be told that free and fallen human beings are, are capable of immense, enormous, and duplicitous evil doing? Just as the history of espionage is full of double spies, so double Catholics are possible. And at times a man is so deeply double that he can function, as it were, two different persons. Now, I know this is the case. I know of many priests who I thought were, were good men, were holy men, and it turned out not to be. And I don't want to impugn all priests. I, that's not my desire. I do not want to impugn all priests. I do not want to impugn all bishops. But I have a skepticism for bishops and priests, even the good ones, even the ones that are part of traditional orders. I always have this, this sense of, well, maybe Father knows better than me. Maybe Father might be wiser than me. Maybe Father, he, he had seminary training. He went through everything. So I will defer to Father. But I'm always going to have a sort of sense of skepticism. And I hope that that's not unfounded. I hope that it's, that it's okay uh, to have this, this hermeneutic of skepticism when it comes to these situations. But I know many people would disagree with me on that, and I understand we are called to, to want to be obedient to our prelates, to our priests, to our pastors. We want to think the best of them. But I think it's important that we have a healthy skepticism in our, these situations, especially since we see these things happen in every branch, every community. It's not, it's not one group. It's, not, it's a universal problem. It's a problem of humans. It's a human problem. And we see the same thing happening in regards to the question of the sacraments, too. And we talked about the situation happening in Kansas City with the sacraments being invalid. All these things happen, and they happen all the time. The answer isn't to run away. The answer is to be encouraged in our faith and to know our faith and to not be scandalized by it. Now, yes, of course, we pray for the victims of the, of the crimes, but in our own personal faith, it, we have a temptation to let scandal lead us away from the one holy Catholic Church. Do not allow it. Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. How much havoc would be caused at your church if your pastor brought a big statue of St. Peter or St. Paul and placed them in the sanctuary? Well, here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Number one, history's on the side of the Catholic Church. Christian art in many forms dates way back to about 120 A.D., and so do those various Christian symbols which we still see today. You know, a dove, a fish, a lamb. Why are those okay? Secondly, the Bible, Exodus, Numbers, and Ezekiel 
All these books show God telling Moses, David, or Ezekiel to carve out images of angels that were used in worship. And, and thirdly, a tough comeback, especially for my guy friends. Does Cooperstown, Canton, or Cleveland mean anything to you? Yep, the Hall of Fame locations filled with statues, jerseys, bats, and balls. Memorabilia is a $37 billion industry, but you say, don't bring a statue into my church. Well, how many of you guys have admired one of those bronze statues of an athlete? I'd rather stare at St. Peter's, Paul, and Mary in my church, and I'm not talking about the old folk band. Hey, Donnie, what do we say when we make the sign of the cross? In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Did Mama teach you that? As parents, we're the primary educators of our Catholic faith to our children. And if you don't know your Catholic faith as well as you should, that's okay. Just tune in daily to the Guadalupe Radio Network by logging online to grnonline.com. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Listen, learn, love, and pass it on. Welcome back to the Catholic Drive Time Show. This is your host, Adrian Fonseca. It's so good to be on with you today. Praise be to God. On this Tuesday morning, it's about 45 after the hour. And uh, just to remind you, uh, starting in the next hour in 15 minutes, we're going to be having our summer 2023 share If you can support us, we'd be very grateful. If you can call in your pledge of support, we'll be giving out that number all day, all day today. If you can donate online, grnonline.com is the place to donate to us online. And if you can call during our hour, we'd be very grateful. That would be the 9 a.m. Central hour to the 10 a.m. Central hour, 9 to 10 a.m. Central time. And if you can call in at that time, we'd be grateful. But call in any time or donate online, we'd be grateful nonetheless because we're all in it together with the Guadalupe Radio Network. And we are only broadcasting. We're only covering the news because you support us with your financial support and your prayerful support. Uh, we need your prayers, and we need uh, your generous donations. So make sure you do that. We'd be very grateful. And let us know that you called in on behalf of Catholic Drive Time. It doesn't do anything uh, special, but i just like to know. Uh, I pray for our friends, family, and benefactors every day, and i just love to know that you're a listener of Catholic Drive Time when you donate. Uh, going back to this article with Crisis Magazine about Father Jackson and the scandal of the situation, uh, Dr. Kwasniewski, he points out, he said, I was friends with Father Jackson over many years, spent lots of time talking to him, and never had the slightest inkling that he was hiding any secret vices. I found him insightful on everything concerning the faith. But we also know beyond the shadow of a doubt that such vices can exist, even the most competent, amiable, and holy-seeming people. The one who is surprised about this is, I'm afraid, terribly naive. How many more Marcel or Maciels, Father McCarrick's, Philippe's, Veneers, and Rupnik's will it take before this truth is too obvious to deny? Note, moreover, that the names just mentioned cover a fairly wide ecclesiastical spectrum, from progressive to highly conservative. Vice is not fussy about the soil it grows in. Father Jackson was a brilliant writer and preacher, enough to deceive the elect as far as his moral character was concerned. As St. Thomas Aquinas acknowledges, following Aristotle, intellectual virtue and moral virtue are two different spheres, overlapping in ways, but also capable of being quite distinct, which explains why we can have great Christian art from vicious men like Caravaggio, as well as execrable quiche from saintly souls. <laughs> People can be intellectually brilliant and perhaps even give good advice based on general right principles while being themselves in the grip of vice. 
This is not going to happen too often because vice has a way of disturbing the mind and the judgment. But I don't see why there couldn't be times when it doesn't have that immediate effect, or at least not for a very long time. In this particular case, we don't know when Father Jackson's problem started or why. So there are questions we likely won't be able to answer. Now, before going on about this article, it is important to note that. That is a great point to note. Because, yes, people can still, it's kind of like what our Lord said about the Pharisees. At the time when the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the priests and the high priest still had authority, he says, do as they say, but do not listen to them to their actions, for they sit on the seat of Moses. When they tell you to do wrong, you don't do wrong. When you see the way they live their lives, when you see the high priest and the priest and the Jewish leaders doing evil things, do not follow them. But because they still, until the coming of, of St. Peter, the, until they no longer have that authority, they still sit on the throne of Moses. And as that happens, they still have that authority and should be listened to. In the same way that we should listen to our pastors, even if they are bad and morally, as long as they're still telling us good things. But when they tell you to do bad things, you reject them. You do not do it. Because we have a higher calling to the truth. Yeah, I, that, that's uh, uh, well done. That, like anyone else, the priest is, is it, my, my, my input is, is that the priest is, is human like anyone else. That's not excusing the behavior. It's just you need to watch out for priests as much as you would the next person next around you when you're uh, uh, conversing or, or working with priests around, with you. And, and also to put it in context uh, that uh, what's happening in the church is, is terrible, but it's, it's few and far between. And, and after the Dallas Charter, it has improved dramatically the, the screening of, of potential priests and but it, it still happens. But the, the occurrences of these things, even before the Dallas Charter and afterwards, is significantly lower than the rest of the population. It, it's much worse in so many other fields that it's not worth mentioning at the moment. But, uh, yeah, be, be grateful to have a good priest, uh, discern and make sure to make good decisions on what you expect from a priest and, and what you see and hear anything bad re- reported if, or at least speak to the priest about it before you report it. And 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 always always uh, be charitable with with the priests that you're encountering that may have may not be doing these gross vi- visceral violations, but may maybe just making simple mistakes here and there. Uh, always be charitable to yeah. yeah to them. I think it's important to note that we and obviously not everybody is committing these kind of sins. Obviously, um, thank God. But but we have to realize that all of us are sinners. And it's not to excuse anything. It's not to excuse anything at all, but just to recognize we are all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God, and we should not be scandalized uh, because of these things. When, and we have to remember that it's a sin to give scandal, but it's also a sin to receive scandal as well. So we should not be scandalized by this. And note that there are people who are bad in every apostolate. Every apostle. How do I know? Because I am bad. I am a horrible sinner. I'm a wicked sinner. Am I accusing myself of doing the most evil actions? Uh, no, but I know that I am not as holy as I should be. I commit sin. I go to confession. I try to go to confession every week because I recognize that I am a sinner and that if 
And it's a very sad thing because we look at St. Paul. What does he say? He says, lest I convert others, but my soul, my own self be lost. I chastise my body and bring it into submission. And this is something that we have to do, especially for those who are in the public light. For those who are in the public light, when things come out about them, it causes sin a sin scandal. And so you're going to be held to a higher standard. And it, that scares me. That terrifies me. And that's something that we should be scared about. We should have a holy fear of that. And, and I am horrified by that. And I'm like, okay, uh, all my sins, they, they weigh heavier. They weigh even heavier. And it's to say that I am a horrible and wicked sinner. I deserve only hell. And this is why I go to confession. Now, he says, uh, he goes on in this article, we should bear in mind that modernity has brought into our society at every level in what seems at times like every nook and cranny, certain moral evils on a scale inconceivable in early ages. I'm not saying there hasn't been uh, every sort of sexual sin indulged in the past, for no, we have always seen it. The Old Testament itself has passages so disturbing that St. Benedict in his rule recommends not reading them in the evening. But the ease and magnitude of the moral evils in this domain are on historically unprecedented plane. More people numerically are going to be bent and twisted, damaged and wounded than ever before. And they will include perforce our clergy and religious. This is an extremely tragic situation and explains why some people do not want to trust priests anymore or get too close to them in a relationship of dependency like spiritual direction. It's a shame because even if we can't know for sure the character of a man's heart, God alone sees him in full, the chances are that most of the good priests who seem good really are good. How can we ever trust a clergy if someone who seemed so virtuous or, or, or uh, virtuous to so many people turn out to be moral monsters, one might ask in desperation. Here is the sobering truth. We cannot, in fact, wholly trust anyone except God. In terms of moral probabilities, we have reasonable grounds for trusting our friends, actually for trusting anyone, but especially those who love us and whom know well, whom we know well, as long as they give us no reason not to trust them. This is why I value the virtue of truthfulness so much, and I despise lying. I, I just Lying is just the most wicked thing to me. I, I hate lying. I hate duplicity. It just drives me absolutely nuts more than most, most anything else. Because if I can't trust you here, if I don't, can't trust your word, then how can I trust anything you say and do? You say, oh, I never did X. How do I know that? You say, oh, I do this. How do I know that? And I, I just, I value truthfulness so much. It goes on, the phenomenon of people not living up to their Christian beliefs, values, and ideals, that means nearly every one of us, needlessly to say, is mostly limited to lesser sins that are not destructive of a possible relationship with God or with one's fellow men. And therefore, it doesn't undermine the possibility and the reasonableness of trusting them. But the full-blown double life phenomenon, such as we are witnessing in this awful case in a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde scenario, and it is so disturbing that it's no wonder people instantly want to talk either about mental disease or about the devil. In other words, we are confronted here with something that goes well beyond ordinary evil to a new level we can't even imagine. And I, for one, am glad I can't imagine. Some commentators are out there seeming to be almost gloating over the fact that a traditionalist priest was caught red-handed. Apart from the sheer disgustingness of gloating in such a case, I would say it is entirely natural and good for human beings to want to think well of others, especially of clergy, 
and even more of traditional clergy who have all the resources they could possibly need to be saints if they want to be. No one should be blamed for having the goodness of heart to want to disbelieve evil of another person. And there comes a time when we have to give up that laudable benefit of the doubt and suffer the full pain of admitting that we have been duped and that in this one soul at least, evil has gained untrampable possession and appearance were false, as they were often are in the case in this vow of tears. Let this be a lesson not to assume that because so-and-so seems to be such-and-such, a good husband and father, a good wife and mother, a good priest or bishop, a good religious, therefore he or she must actually be exactly as he or she seems. Now, I recommend checking out the rest of this passage. This passage, uh, the article in full, is definitely worthy of reading, and I think it'll be very encouraging, especially if someone is concerned about the situation, if someone is struggling with scandal. I can't recommend, recommend this enough. I'll conclude with what uh, Dr. Kwasniewski concludes with here, a great hymn that he quotes at the end of this article. He says, Guide me, O thou great Redeemer, pilgrim through this barren land. I am weak, but thou art mighty. Hold me with thy powerful hand. Bread of heaven, bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Feed me till I want no more. Open thou the crystal fountain, whence the healing stream shall flow. Let the fiery cloud pillar lead me all my journey through. Strong deliverer, strong deliverer, be thou still my strength and shield. Be thou still my strength and shield. When I tread the verge of Jordan, bid my anxious fears subside. Death of death and hell's destruction, land me safe on Canaan's side. Song of praises, song of praises, I will ever give to thee. I will ever give to thee. Let us keep that in mind today, that at the end of the day, all glory belongs to God. Our hope is not in men, but in Christ. Anybody, priests, bishops, popes, anybody can be a horrible sinner, but God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. There's a reason why people say that. It's cliche, Amen. but it's true. <laughs> but it's true. Yep. So let's give God some praise today. Let's thank God that he has loved us to give his only begotten son to us. And that's going to do it. We'll be back at the 9 o'clock hour. We're going into our summer charathon. We'll be right back. When I was outside of the church, there was always an unsettled feeling. There was always a feeling of something missing and something not complete. The, the deal clincher is we found our way to our, our parish. And we met just an incredible pastor. We learned things that we'd never been taught. Wouldn't be the person that I am without the church and without the sacraments, particularly the Eucharist. I can't live without it. If you've been away from the Catholic Church, visit catholicscomehome.org. Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. Because Jesus said in Matthew 23 that no one should be called rabbi, father, or teacher, I'm sure you would never call one of your teachers teacher, would you? Well, here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Number one, a Catholic no-no, calling a priest father. Well, what about Paul calling Timothy, Titus, and Onesimus his sons? No doubt his spiritual sons, but is it not proper for a spiritual son to call his spiritual father father? This reverential title should never have generated such a big point of contention. 
Revelation. Secondly, the New Testament. In Acts 7 and Romans 9, we see the term father being used referring to Abraham and some of our great patriarchs. And my take, isn't context everything? When Jesus is speaking to the multitudes, it's oftentimes in the language and style of hyperbole. His discourse was not focused on titles or ecclesiastical guidelines. Jesus is once again warning against giving honor where honor is not due. Next time you see your pastor, just say, hey, preacher, uh, that just seems so lacking. I actually was gone from the Catholic Church for 35 years. I want to get to heaven. I don't know if I will. I mean, I worry about it. But I not only want to get to heaven at the moment of my death, I want to find as much heaven as possible here on earth. So I need help. I don't know why I turned on my radio because I've kept my radio off for years. And once I turned it on, I was absolutely hooked. The Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Your 24-hour-a-day source of Catholic inspiration. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. KSHJ Houston. To the 2023 Guadalupe Radio Network in His Presence Summer Sherathon. Please call 1 800 476 3311 to make your pledge of support to help keep Catholic Radio on the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network. Make a one time $1,500 donation or a pledge of $125 per month for a year, and you'll be eligible to win a drawing for a pilgrimage of choice for two people with select international tours. That number again to call is 1-800-476-3311. And good morning and welcome, as Stan just said, to the Summer Sherathon 2023 in his presence is the theme. We're so happy that you're with us, and we have four days to raise the funds to help keep your Catholic radio station on the air. So, so happy you're with us in the early morning hours uh, here. And uh, we've got an exciting day and lots of folks to to speak with you and encourage you to give. And so we always like to get started with a prayer before we do anything else. But we have a lot to tell you about. My name is Dave Palmer. I serve as Executive Director of the English Station of the North Texas Office of the Guadalupe Radio Network. And in studio with me, Toya Hall, our Chief Operating Officer. Good morning, Dave. Coup. How are you doing? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning to the Guadalupe Radio Network family. Uh, wow, we're in Dallas and major thunderstorms. Yeah, it's and, horrible. Yeah, it certainly has. So I think the best thing we can do this morning, let's start with the prayer. <laughs> yes. In the name of the Father and the Son, Son and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. amen. Lord, we thank you that you have sustained the Guadalupe Radio Network through the generosity of our listeners. 
We lift each one of them in prayer to you this day. Dear Jesus, along with the intercession of our blessed Mother Mary, we pray that you will touch, enlighten, and open the eyes of all our hearts so that we will hear your word and hear your teaching. We prayerfully ask for your continued blessing upon the Guadalupe Radio Network, that we remain steadfast in our media ministry to spread your truth. Jesus, bless our listeners and hear their prayers. You know their hearts. You know their needs. Enrich their lives with your Holy Spirit. Protect them from harm and bring back our lost family members into your fold. Thank you, Jesus, for the daily showering of the abundant blessings that you send our way. We ask, we are your servants. Guide our hearts, our hands, and our voices that we may give glory to God. We ask all of this in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, Father and the and Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Got the most important part over the, out of the way, and here we go. Now we That's move right. on, give out the phone number, see who the first caller is going to be, Summer Sherathon. Again, uh, good morning. Thanks for being with us in these early uh, hour, the first hour of the entire Sherathon, 7 o'clock Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern, and 6 Pacific, uh, well, 6 o'clock Mountain Time. All right. So in his presence is the theme. Here is the phone number. Let's see who our first caller is. 800-476-3311. All right. So we have opened up the gates. We have uh, a number of volunteers at the the Houston Call Center. So thank you for all those uh, wonderful, wonderful people who are coming in and helping us answer uh, phones uh, for uh, for this morning. And we also have a very exciting uh, announcement uh, to tell you about this first hour. We'd like to start off with a bang. And uh, we have a wonderful, wonderful listener who wants us to get off to a very exciting start. And uh, Toya, you know a whole lot more about her than I do. Uh, so what are we doing this hour? We are doing, and uh, so brace yourself, Dave, a contingent matching gift. A $10,000 donation was put up by Bridget Yaquanello in Midland, Texas. And her prayer intentions is for... Uh, the uh, her family, the Sherathon, the unborn, the people of the Ukraine, and in the Thanksgiving for her many, many blessings. So that's right, $10,000 matching gift. If we don't raise it, Bridget's saying, I'm not going to give it. So uh, she wants to energize the Sherathon and the hour by encouraging people to call in and make pledges of support. And, you know, we've got a lot of things we always need to talk about the very first hour of the Sherathon, right, Dave? So let me just say how important this Sherathon is. Summer for nonprofits is really rough and at and the Guadalupe Radio Network is right there with them. I think we go on vacation, we do all kinds of stuff, people forget to put their send their pledges in. So this Sherathon is so very important to get us through the summer. 1-800-476-3311 800-476-3311. That's the number to call. Make your pledge of support right away and Dave and I always like to see what market's going to get us started? I know. It's always very exciting to see. So right now it's wide open, 800-476-3311. I'm so thankful for Bridget. And uh, she has done this before. And I, I think when we hit a contingent matching gift like this, the donor like Bridget says, wow, that was fun. That was a, a worthwhile use of my my funds. I, I was able to double my $10,000 investment. But uh, just to kind of reiterate what Toya just said, in case you're not used to what a contingent matching gift is oftentimes we'll have a matching gift say for eight thousand uh, dollars or 
members. And if we raise 6,000 of it, well, that portion of it will be matched and the rest did not get matched. In a contingent, it's all or nothing, which means that if we don't hit $10,000 this hour, you know, at uh, 8 o'clock Central Time when Diane takes us off the air, if we haven't raised $10,000, we still got, thanks be to God, raised the 10,000, the, the, whatever portion was called in, but we don't get the extra 10000 from Bridget, okay? And uh, the other thing is we've never missed a contingent matching gift, okay? So we don't even know what it's like to not hit one, and we don't want don't to find out this hour either. So help us out. Do what you can. Be as generous as possible. I know a lot of people love to, to help out the first hour of a share like this. Now is your time, and there's great incentive to do so. We want to make it a $20,000 hour. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Carla in Houston is taking a call. So we have our first caller. Uh, where is caller number two? 800-476-3311. And as you mentioned, Toya, there, there's a whole lot to talk about because nobody really knows what the incentive gifts are, what's going on. And uh, why don't we start off talking about what we call the the angel level donation, just a donation of any size, okay, whether it's $5 or $10,000, you are going to get a interview sent to you that was done, it was fabulously done by our executive director of our Houston office, Wyatt Goolsby. Uh, it's called Eucharistic Revival in His Presence, a conversation with Father Craig Vasek. I had never heard of Father Craig Vasek before I heard uh, this interview, and as I typically do, I took a lot of notes, three pages of notes, and Toya, this was a fabulous uh, interview that Wyatt did. Of course, Wyatt's a seasoned professional, having worked at EWTN in the news department. Uh, just a, a really awesome conversation with a extremely enthusiastic and Jesus-loving, Eucharistic-loving priest. And I think you will enjoy this very much. So every every donation of any size at 800-476-3311, you'll get this tonight, okay? And it's a really good listen. So, uh, Toya, takeaways I'm... from this. I, I, the thing that struck me is that this, this, this guy, the father loves being a priest, and he loves his assignment, uh, which I haven't really mentioned. What his, he's a specialist for the National Eucharistic Revival. You know, Dave, um, his uh, his excitement, his joy of being a priest is so good, and it gives uh, gives us a little window into his testimony and how it really does include beginning for the first time for him to understand Christ's true presence in the Eucharist. Uh, it, you know, I have to say, Dave, I probably listened to it three or four times, and you're right, White Goolsby does a professional and a wonderful job getting down to ask just the right questions. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I really, really like this one. And what I love about it being something that you can download, it's going to be in your inbox tonight, you can listen to it, and you can also share it with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And this was only made for the Guadalupe Radio Network, so you're not going to get it anyplace else. I, th- I think about, you know, when you buy, like in the old days, you buy a CD or, or something and they say, you can, you're not allowed to reproduce this. You're not, you're not supposed to share it because everybody has to buy their own. But in this case, we encourage just yes. you getting it and then sending it to as many people as possible. And I also, you know, when we talk about Father Vasek, uh, one thing you'll, you'll get out of this is an appreciation for the fact that 
not every priest, not every every bishop had just this perfect life where they just had a halo, you know, and over their head there when they were a child. In in one point of the interview with Wyatt, uh, Father talks about when he was 19 years old, he was failing out of college, partying, not going to mass. <laughs> I mean, this is a, a future, you know, uh, Jesus loving, you know, uh, blessed mother living loving priest. But he he he's very honest in this interview about where he was and also where he is now. And so it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful story of redemption and also, like we said, just a, a great information about this Eucharistic revival that we are in the midst of, uh, that the, the bishops have called us into. 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Uh, please call two people on the line right now. I know you're probably still, you know, shaking off the cobwebs and drinking your you know, first cup of coffee. And <laughs> maybe you didn't even know the share was going to be on this morning, but uh, we have a contingent matching gift of $10,000 to raise this hour. We're already 10 minutes into it, uh, so we only have 50 minutes left. 5050 minutes, uh, 800-476-3311. All right, the next level up is the Guardian Angel Level Donation. That is $30 a month or $360 one time. And anything above those levels, and you are, of course, going to get the Wild Ghouls be um, interview. But in addition to that, you'll be put into a drawing tomorrow morning for an iPad Air. All right, ten point nine inch liquid Retina display, Apple M one chip, and all the it's just, it's it's an Apple iPad Air. You know, <laughs> uh, six hundred dollar value donated by an anonymous KJMA eighty nine point seven FM supporter in San Antonio, Texas, and so that's another incentive to bump up your donation to that Guardian Angel level, thirty dollars a month or three sixty one time. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven eight hundred four seven six three three one one. That's the number to call. Let me give it one more time. 800-476-3311. Or you can donate online at grnonline.com and, and you can read all about the appreciation gifts and everything that, that's going on for this week's for the Sherathon. But right now, we are working to raise $10,000 this hour because if we don't raise it, we don't get it. $10,000 is a, is a lot of money and it's a big hour, but boy, during the dry summer, uh, heat financially, we really do need this donation. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. And then if you do a dollar a day, $30 a month, that's just kind of the suggested donation. And you go, you know what? I'm going to put this on my credit card or automatic bank draft. I'm going to make this easy. We're going to send you a, she's not a new artist, but a new artist to the Guadalupe Radio Network. And her name is Connie Salazar. And it is beautiful. And it is called Into Your Presence. Yeah, and I had a chance. To, I had a chance to interview her. I, I did oh, four wow. segments of interview, and it's uh, she's very, very sweet. She's from California. She's lived in California her whole mm-hmm. life, and um, a cradle Catholic. And uh, it was it was funny because in the first inter- the first segment I I did with Connie, I said, Connie, I want to talk about you outside of your music. Okay, so in this first segment, we're not allowed to talk about music. I just want to know who Connie Salazar is, your faith, and it was so funny. Let's just say we weren't quite able to do that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's it, when because when you're 
you know, like Akani Salazar, that music is so a big part of your life. And it was just kind of a, a small little thing, but it was kind of funny how we weren't able to entirely stay out of her, you know, mu- musical uh, life. But, uh, yeah, delightful lady, uh, beautiful voice. I think you'll enjoy this uh, compilation of music. All right, here is our first donation of the Sherathon, and it comes from uh, North Texas, $150 from Rosalba in the Colony. The Colony is a awesome, awesome parish, and I mean a city, I should say, and uh, Holy Cross Parish is where she worships. She listens every day, gives, my, gives her a lot of hope and inspiration uh, that her family would return to the faith is her prayer request. And when you say, Toya, I mean, if, if something in this day and age gives one hope and inspiration, uh, th- that's something that, that should be supported because there is so much reason to be down and there's so many weird things going on in the culture and so much evil uh, that if you want to be connected to the truth, which is hope and uh, joy and happiness um, in the midst, even in the midst of all the, the stuff that's going on. So, Rosalba, uh, delightful to hear that that the, the, the radio station is having that impact on you. 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. So we got to remember Rosalba all week as the first donor of the uh, of the Sherathon. Okay? I'll quiz you on Friday morning. No, good luck with that. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. We now have two people on to raise $10,000 in 45 minutes. It's going to take a lot more people, 800-476-3311. And let me say that again, 800-476-3311. You know what we could really use several of right now, Dave? Are you reading my mind? Do you know what that is? I know exactly. It's it's the next level up of what we haven't talked about yet. Yes. The Archangel donation, $1,500 one time or $125 a month. Read your mind, didn't I? You did. And that's not easy to do, Dave. (laughs) 800-476-3311. Yes, we are giving away a pilgrimage of choice with select international tours. And you can get your name in the drawing for... uh, $1,500 one-time donation or $125 a month, and usually $100, $150, somewhere in that neighborhood. That's about how many people are in it. So your your opportunity to win this is super good. 800-476-3311. And one other thing I want to mention, Dave, that we depend so much on is when people call in and they say, I want to be a member of the Perpetual Light Society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's important because then it means that uh, your donation continues until you say, hey, I've got to stop. And hopefully that, that will never be the case. Uh, um, and and so it's perpetual. That means you don't even have to remember to call in uh, during the sure thons you might, <laughs> you might get a call saying, hey, guess what? You won the daily appreciation gift. And you're like, for what? Well, you, you, know, you renewed your pledge automatically. <laughs> yes. Uh, so. I mean, that, that happens. And we've I, already I, I, had people that happened I've to. talked to people before. Yeah. They're like, oh, I, oh, I forgot that the Sherathon was this week. <laughs> I, won the, <laughs> I won the Daily Appreciation Gift. And so you still get into all the, uh, yes. the contests. And, oh, by the way, I always like to regale you with a, a, a fun, fascinating fact for every Archangel donation that comes in. Mm-hmm. And I, I got a doozy. Okay, this is a, a really good a one. A Dave's doozy. A, a doozy here. 800-476-3311. So please, somebody, donate at that level. Um, $1,500. Okay, $120. $25 a month. 
and uh, we, we would uh, be so grateful uh, for that. Uh, 800-476-3311. And then finally, if you really want to make a huge impact, and we typically get, uh, you know, maybe five or six of these per Sherathon, uh, we have something called a Seraphim donation. The Seraphim is the highest of the the, the, the levels of angels. The, the, the name Seraphim means fire because they are just in fire. They're, they're, so, they're the, the, the closest creature in essence to, to God. They're, they're, you know, pure spirit, of course, and highly intellectual. Uh, and uh, we name our, our top donors after them. Uh, three, three calls on now. Uh, a seraphim is $5,000 at least. Okay. And there's some other little benefits that come along with being a seraphim in, in, in addition to getting your name into the pilgrimage drawing. I didn't even mention that, did I? Four times. Yeah. So, but with the Archangel, you get into the pilgrimage drawing one time and that's, a, that's a select international tours. Any Catholic pilgrimage they go, you've got a year to go. Uh, you know, Holy Land, Guadalupe, you know, footsteps of St. Paul, Fatima, you can go pretty much anywhere. 800-476-3311. Got three people on the line. That's very encouraging. 1-800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. You know, Dave, um, the church is focusing on Eucharistic revival. And, uh, I forget what you said Father's title was that heads this up. Yeah, In His Presence, A Conversation with Father Craig Vasek. Right. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Specialist for the National Eucharistic Revival. Exactly. So, (laughs) uh, you know, Dave, he says something right away on there that I'm going to share with everybody. He He talks about revival. He said, revival is for something that is dying. Yeah. Something that is is. And I don't want to say dead, but close to it. And that we want revival to renew, to refresh. And and I so love that the church is doing this because, yes, I do think after COVID and, and the church is being closed and people not accustomed to going to Mass for a while, that we need to revive our understanding of the true presence in the Eucharist. I, uh, Patrick and I went to a... Um, uh, on Saturday to a procession and a mass for Corpus Christi. Did you did you have some out here um, in Dallas? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. There yeah. were a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was just we were in a very small parish, but the acoustics in there must have been wonderful. It was, uh, I believe, Holy Trinity in Lano, Texas, small parish, but it was packed. That little church, but it was as if everybody was singing and praying with one voice, mm-hmm. and it was all about Eucharistic revival. And and you know, goodness gracious, I'd hate to think where my life would be without you know God's true presence in the Eucharist. Yeah, yeah those processions are so awesome. In fact, I talked to my my, my my, my friend, Father James Yamuchi, who's a pastor of a parish in south south of Dallas, and his parishioners had constructed a big, what do you call those those big things that they, they carry the Eucharist under, like a big canopy, or yeah. there's, there's a yeah, different name for it. it. But uh, he like said, that. I just you know, asked him, and they, they came and danced to it. So it, it's, a, it's, it's great that it's public, because people see it. It's, of course, it's peaceful, and you see families and kids and strollers, and of course, our Lord. Uh, and oh, look at this, we got our first Archangel donation of the Sherathon. Corinth, Texas resident uh, anonymous. Thank you. Uh, 9 10 a.m. listener. 1500 plus credit card charges. 
uh, pray for the recently departed. All right, great. Thank you for that reminder, Anonymous, and so glad that you're listening there in Corinth and, and logged in our first uh, Archangel uh, donation. Do you remember the, sh- the, it probably was a radiothon back then, Toya, that we went several days before we had uh, what was, I, I don't know if they were called Archangels back then, but I just remember it was hard sometimes to get people to, to donate at that level. I remember because the one who did finally um, uh, donate at that level was the one who won. It was just a coincidence because I remember she finally, she said, I she remember said, she was guys. the first one that donated. And yeah, oh, did my goodness, Dave. <laughs> wow. Uh, I know people, you know, we're not even talking that much about it being a contingent matching gift, but people are like, okay, yeah, I got to go big. <laughs> I'm getting concerned that we're not talking about it much, Dave. So, so look, the, the story, think about this. We got okay. our first archangel, and now we got our first seraphim. Uh, wow. Right. Did you see the seraphim come through? Uh, Edwin in Wiley, Texas. Yes. This is a long time donor. In fact, Edwin won the pilgrimage one time before. Uh, and I, I remember this. I've talked to him many, many times on the phone. He's a dear man. Uh, needless to say, uh, a, a, a tremendous supporter of uh, Catholic Radio. And he has got us uh, single-handedly halfway to our contingent matching gift. Uh, he's he's from St. Anthony's Parish. Uh, beautiful, beautiful parish. In fact, St. Anthony's has a really uh, great relationship with the uh, the Fathers of Mercy. Father Ken Geraci used to be at that parish. Because uh, he lived here for a while, Father Ken Geraci, and uh, he used to be at that parish. I don't know that he grew Fathers up there. Fathers of Mercy, right? Yeah, yeah, the Father of Mercy, Ken, Father Ken Geraci. So he is, he is an amazing speaker. So, so Edwin said, uh, "Keep Catholic Radio alive." All right. <laughs> well, that's how you do it. You make yes, seraphim donations, thank you right? So much, Edwin. God bless you and. Dave, that puts us in a good spot, but we have a little good news and a little bad news. But, you know, this is very interesting, Dave. We have these different levels, right, of giving. Well, we just got the, another one of our levels, a dollar a day. Yes. I, it's like everybody's saying, okay, I'm going to check off this box. I'm gonna do, yes. And uh, this uh, this came from Tallahassee. Oh, I love oh, wow. you. You know I love Florida. Florida. Florida yes, Florida. <laughs> when I drive to Florida on vacation, I see that welcome to Florida sign. It's just my... my my blood pressure goes down to about half of what it was. It's just, well, I bet Paula's going to put a sign in your house then. That says, <laughs> welcome, to Florida. welcome to Florida. I don't think she'll fool me. <laughs> just to calm Maybe me down. Maybe a palm tree and welcome to Florida. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Paul, Paul, thank you. Uh, Good Shepherd Parish, uh, he's praying for his wife's conversion to the Catholic faith. So, amen. Well, Paul, you got a great name of a great evangelist there. And, um, and so thank you very much for being the first Florida donor, the first uh, like true uh, guardian angel donate donor. Of course, the 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 seraphim will get everything that the the guardian angel gets and all that. But I've they got have a, a bit got of a, a dilemma, though. Uh, yeah, nobody on the line, right? But you, we got to admit. 24 minutes into it, needing 2840. That's not, not a bad place to be. That's called relief day. 800-476-3311. Why you get your Dave's doozies out because you owe several of them. 800-476-3311. All right. So here is, uh, kind of, I find a pretty interesting little fascinating Now this is the one you, you said is a doozy, right? Uh, well, I said I thought. Are you it, declassifying uh, it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's a feel a little more pressure right now. Okay, <laughs> you'll, you'll find it. You'll find it funny. You'll find it right. interesting. Right. Okay, I, I think. Let's hear. Okay, it. The, uh, how how this is just a setup question. Okay, this okay. isn't the question itself. How how okay. how long do you think your your typical TV commercial is? Like, 
Um, I'm going to say about 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Okay, yeah, pro- probably either 30 seconds or a minute, most of them, when you say, because they got to yeah, fit into that Yeah, some of them may be a minute, yeah. Okay, the longest TV ad in history. Okay. How long do you think it was? The longest TV ad. Uh, I'm going to go with a whole whopping two minutes. Two, the longest one in history? Yeah. <laughs> 14 hours. 14 hour commercial? <laughs> yes. What were they advertising? Uh, well, you know, but you also have those like infomercial things, you know, you ever turn in, tune in, you know, yeah. like, this sounds like a commercial, but they, it's, but like, it's, a, it's really like a, it's like a whole 30 show. minute show. Uh, created by Old Spice for a product that lasts forever. The commercial. Well, the commercial lasted yeah, forever. Yeah, the first, uh, commercial was, uh, it, it aired in Brazil, so it wasn't in America. Uh, <laughs> The, the, I guess I guess Brazilians have so a greater tolerance. So for fourteen hours, you can talk about shave cream. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if anybody <laughs> watched cologne, the whole thing. It must have been deodorant. just fascinating. All right, oh, so there you go. Gracious. All right, so that All one, right, that, that one, was that, a that, that was a crowd pleaser. 800-476-3311. Okay, somebody just jumped on the line. Mark uh, is one of our volunteers in Houston. Thank you, Mark, for taking calls and dedicating your time today to. Uh, well, gosh, what, what's, uh, you know, you, you probably are being well fed. You get to hang out with uh, the whole Houston crew, a lot of great folks down there. Uh, 800-476-3311. Contingent matching gift. Diane's going to bring us to break here in just a few minutes. Uh, bottom of the hour break. This is the I'd first like to get hour. get 10 calls before we go to break, Dave. <clears throat> yeah, we just want everything. We got it- the Seraphim. We, we got the Archangel. Well, we got- why do we want everything? Because oh, we need it. Because we need it, yeah. and because we need Catholic Radio now more than ever. Yes, yeah, right? so 10 calls. 10 the, calls. And that, that would be, you know, I don't, I don't know that in any first hour of any Sherathon, there's been 10 calls at the same time, there's been a Seraphim, there's been a Guardian Angel, there's been an Archangel. Like, maybe we can just check off all the boxes. That'd and, be great. And I think you're right, because we've gotten the big the big donations, okay? Obviously, a, some big ones have come through. How about 10 calls, any donation, any size? You're yeah. like, you know, I can do 10 a month, I can do 5 a month, I can do... $50 one time. Well, call right now. Let's see if we can get 10 people on the line all at the same time. That would be very exciting. We sometimes literally go days into share even these days, uh, before we get 10 people on the line at the same time. It, 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 it's very hard it's to do. It's very hard to do is exactly right. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. And I'll say it a little slower. 800 800- Four seven six thirty three eleven. If you're thankful for Catholic Radio, call in and make a pledge of support because we need you this summer. Yeah, we really do, and uh, don't you know? Be fooled by oh, they got this. You know, we're we're halfway through the hour. This is a wonderful, wonderful lady by the name of Bridget, who on many occasions uh, has done She's these done contingent yes. matching gifts and. You know, it's uh, you know one th- one thing I always tell people in my work in Catholic Radio is I say, you know what, uh, uh, many many people who have a lot of means are very very generous. You know, just because you mm-hmm. have a lot of money doesn't mean uh, you know you hold on to it. And some people uh, have the money and they're very eager and excited to share it. And and in this case, Bridget is saying, you know what, here's ten thousand dollars, but I want to make it fun. I want to make it fruitful, and I want that first hour of the Sherathon to bring in twenty. 
$20,000. And that's what we're hoping for. But right now, it's uh, we got two people on. Okay, yes, on our way force. to 10. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. We wanted to get 10 calls. <laughs> that one too. little thing there. <laughs> I got off on a rabbit trail here. Okay, let's get the third caller. We, we have somebody who likes to be the fourth caller. It's so funny. Scott Rogge, he's like, uh, he, he listens all the time. He likes to be the fourth caller. So if we get the third, I think Great the fourth guy. will take care of yourself. No pressure, Scott. 800-476-3311. Where's the third caller? Come on, let's get to 10. Yeah, because without the third caller, then Scott doesn't get to call in. Yeah. Because he only wants to be the fourth caller. You can't have the fourth caller without the third caller. That's very philosophically deep. Isn't that deep for a Tuesday morning for Toya? Oh, wow. (laughs) 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Catholic Radio exists to help you draw closer to Christ. 800 Four seven six three three one one. Let's support it like never before. In fact, Dave, my prayer has been that this is going to be an awesome pledge drive. Maybe the, the best one ever. I remember, I think it was the spring one, the most recent one was like one of the best ever. I mean, that we, so we're on a winning streak this year. we got to keep it going. Uh, we just got our first caller from Houston. Thank you so much, Anthony. We'll talk more about you in a moment. 800-476-3311. We'll be back with more of the 2023 In His Presence Summer share on the Guadalupe Radio Network right after this.
2023 Guadalupe Radio Network in his presence, Summer Sherathon. Please call 1 800 476 3311 to make a pledge of support to help keep your Catholic radio station on the air. That's 1 800 476 3311. All right, 34 minutes after the hour, first hour of the first day. Boy, I love this music. This is, <laughs> this is jamming. Uh, of, the, of our summer Sherathon, in his presence is the theme. Uh, what, what better thing to talk about for four days than Jesus Christ and the Blessed Eucharist and uh, just telling you, asking you to call in and keep the, the good news of this station on the air. We've already had one donor this morning say it gives her hope, it gives her inspiration. So uh, we have a, a very, very important hour that we're in the midst of right now. Uh, my name is Dave Palmer, along with Toya Hall. Our uh, chief operating officer, she is, and uh, we're in the North Texas office in Toya right now. Twenty six eighty nine uh, still to go, and with twenty six minutes, this is not like a gimme. This is still a lot now, of money to raise. And Dave, you and I've seen us fall into a lull. And then we're at the top of the hour and we're in bad shape. So Dave has this theory. And what have I, how long have I been listening to this theory, Dave? 20 something <laughs> years. And I don't know which it theory. is, yes. Uh, yeah. So, oh, I know yes, what you're say. He, you know yeah, what I'm going to yeah. say. So Dave believes that, that the first hour of the pledge drive dictates how the whole pledge drive is going to go, the share yeah. right? And so we are always, Dave has so drilled that into me. <laughs> that I just want to panic if I don't meet the first hour of the share So let's make it successful. Let's make this a beautiful share for the glory of God and the salvation of souls by calling in at 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. 24 minutes to go, $2,689. So uh, it's not a gimme, as you say, Dave. Not at all. Got our, I mentioned a moment ago, Anthony. Anthony in Houston, our first call from Houston, $50 one time. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, he says, please pray for those who are struggling with addiction. And also our first call from Alabama, Fran in Vestavia, listening to 1480 AM WMMA, named after um, Mar- Mother Mary Angelica. Awesome. Uh, $100 one time. And uh, it was funny, we were at a parish last weekend, and we had a prayer card that had Mother Angelica's uh, picture on it. And people uh-huh. were coming up, and they were just grabbing it left and right. And I would, especially if somebody was young, I'd say, do you 
you know who she is? And every, every time, every answer, yes, yes. They, I mean, they, they were familiar. Wow. So, uh, let's see. Fran says uh, she's from St. Peter the Apostle Parish. Pray for the healing of, of Dewey Kerper for peace in Ukraine. A shout out to the St. Peter the Apostle Knights of Columbus. Uh, Council number 7584 in Hoover, Alabama. Praise God. We heard from Alabama and Florida this morning. Yeah. That's awesome. Have we heard from D.C. yet? Not D.C. We want to hear from D.C. We want to hear from San Antonio, from West Texas. Of course, West Texas is big time represented by this contingent matching gift uh, with uh, Bridget. uh, But I don't know that we've heard from D.C. yet. 1-800-476-3311, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. It's a contingent matching gift. If we don't raise 10000 we don't get 10000 And we only have one person on the line. I think we got up three. to three calls, yeah. but caller number four did not make it. <laughs> 800-476-3311. Dave, did we think Anthony? Uh, yes, from Houston? Uh, yes, from yes, Houston. We, we so, 1-800-476-3311. Oh, ah, there's, there's. asking you shall receive from Washington, D.C. Here is Maria from Falls Church, Virginia. I love the name of that town, mm, yeah. Falls Church. Uh, $200 one-time donation. She took care of the credit card charges. Thank you so much, Maria. She said, for the repose of the souls of her parents. So we will certainly keep that in our prayer intention. So, Dave, you know, honestly, Dave, we got, what, 22 minutes to go? Yeah. Need yeah. to raise $2,484 and one person on. Yeah, that's not going to do it. I, I really doubt. We call the, like a $2,500 gift a, a cherubim donation, and that's a lot of pressure to put on this one donor, so I don't think that's going to be the case. But what I do think will be the case is if one more person can be like Anonymous in Corinth, and Texas and do the Archangel donation. You're going to be put into a drawing to win a pilgrimage of choice. You and a guest going anywhere Select International Tours goes on their Catholic pilgrimages. And we have a whole list of the, the, the possible places that you can go, which include things like the Holy Land and Guadalupe and Fatima, Lourdes, Footsteps of St. Paul. Two people on now, uh, 2484. So one more Archangel donor, uh, Give it a chance. You may you may not win the pilgrimage, but you're certainly going to help bring the gospel message to literally millions of souls. Uh, but who knows? You may win. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311, to go. Will we hit this first goal of the uh, second Sherathon of the year, of the <laughs> of the first day, the second Sherathon, the first hour? The <laughs> All right, you get, you get the point. 800-476-3311. Dave, you owe us a few more fascinating facts for that <clears throat> wonderful seraphim that called in and helped us out. 800 800- Four seven six thirty three eleven. 800-476-3311. Dave must love this one. I, I, you know, I always think like uh, I, that I've already exhausted all the fascinating facts in the world. And then oh, I'll find, that's not possible. I'll find something online and say, wow, these are all new ones. I haven't seen these before. And so they, uh, they I just find them kind of funny. So let me let me do, give out the phone number again. We're trying to get to 10 calls. We're eight away. Uh, but, you know, this the, these stations that we're broadcasting on now reach at least 20 million souls, right? 
right? 25. 25 million souls. I mean, that doesn't mean all of them are listening right now, but even if uh, a fraction of 1% of those were listening right now, that's still thousands and thousands and thousands. And so we just need eight people to call in right now, 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. Okay, so you're in a conversation like, like we are okay. now, Toya, whether okay. it be on air or just a regular conversation over lunch or something. And you ask a, you know, your, your husband a question or your friend a question, okay? So I guess somebody has figured out the gap between conversation responses, like the, comf- the comfortable gap. And it's, okay. not, it's not in seconds. It's in milliseconds. Yeah, it's got to be <laughs> tiny because... Yeah, so how many milliseconds? Of course, there'd be a thousand milliseconds in a second. So what fraction of a second is the... I think about the, the time it takes you to take a breath of air to speak. Yeah. And then you start talking. But you think about it because it's kind of awkward. If somebody asks a question, there's this long pause. You're like, yeah. can you please respond? Milliseconds. 200 milliseconds. 200. Okay, which, which would be uh, 20% of a second. Okay, so I guess, yeah, yeah whatever. Enough time to go, oh, Dave, you know, like that. 800-476-3311. Two people on is all. Okay, we're 19 minutes now. I get a little concerned, Dave. $2,485. $84. You know, I don't want to make it a dollar more than we need to raise, right? $2,484. It is a contingent matching gift put up by Bridget Yaquanello in the Midland, Texas area. And I would love from somebody from West Texas to call in. <clears throat> Live there for... 40-something years, probably more than that because I lived there as a child, but that's how long Patrick and I lived there. 800-476-3311. San Antonio, we want to put you on the board. Where are you this morning at 800-476-3311? And, you know, there I I hesitate to say there's anything bad about a Seraphim donation because there really isn't. There's thousands of the... Oh, if I had to just kind of find something bad about Seraphim, that's all I was looking at. Be like, where are you going with this, Dave? This I, you know, yeah, the, yeah, the, the only thing curious. that could possibly be bad about a certain donation is it okay. might it might give you a false sense of security in an hour, thinking we got this. You know, you, you got yeah, you but get you that. You can do this. I know you got that five thousand dollar from Edwin and in, in Wiley who called in from St. Anthony Parish, and you're thinking like, I mean, praise you know, God, yeah, for that, that was in the first half of the hour, and praise huh. God. And Edwin, I know him; he's a friend; he's he's a great guy. I've talked to him many times. Uh, and he he definitely helped us. But, you know, you get that and you're thinking, like, we're going to do this. We got this. Uh, and now I'm realizing, uh, no, we don't. <laughs> we, we still need more calls. 18 minutes, 24.84 to go, two people on the line. And yeah, that might happen to a listener as well. You're like, wow, they just got a seraphim. They got this. They got this. But we don't want that to, to sink in because uh, we still need, believe me, we'll, you'll know when we got this, okay? That will be accompanied by the sound of bells ringing in your ear, uh, cowbells. 800-476-3311. That's when we know we've got this. But we don't have it yet. Two people on the line right now. 1-800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Two people are on. We need to raise $2,484. 16 minutes is left. Dave, I really think we need one more people saying, I'm going to be the archangel. I'm going to help out in this matching gift hour. 800-476-3311. If you're listening right now, don't think, you know, I'm going to call in during these four days. Life has a way of taking 
its own path sometimes. And you look up and you go, wow, I didn't get a chance to call in. Please call in right now. It's a beautiful morning. We thank God for it at 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. As we always say, Catholic Radio is brought to you by you, and we need you right away. In this matching gift hour, $2,484. I'd feel a lot better, Dave, if I just saw the phone lines just really <clears throat> fill in, right? Yeah, yeah. 800-476-3311. It's that elusive caller number three that we're looking for, because we think yes. we've got caller number four locked in, okay? Caller number four, we know he's out there. We know he's going to call. Uh, here's, uh, oh, wow, look at this. This uh, We got our Archangel donation, D.C. Boy, you, you called out D.C. and uh, Martha in Vienna, you, Martha. Virginia, 1160 a.m. Listener, WMET, uh, paid for the credit card charges. She's from St. Mark Parish, and she said, please pray for children and grandchildren. Uh, Martha, thank you. We needed that so badly, and that brings us down to needing uh, $952 in 16 minutes. This is very doable. It's not a done deal, uh, but with Carla on the line, this is where we, we want to call out to the 10 callers and say, just we need nine more. And, uh, you know, maybe 10 maybe, callers may- at $10 a month would do it. Dave. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I um, I, I was, re- I've been reading through the, 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 pro- the old Testament prophets okay. uh, in the morning and I just kind of going, you know, from Isaiah all the way through Malachi. And the other day, I, I was reading Malachi, oh, and I got, yeah. I got to, I think it was chapter three, and I was it like, is that's, chapter that's three. the passage, that's the fact, because I'd never actually read it after you, you, but anyways, I know we, we may not have time for that story, but at some point it'll come up, but it basically has to do with the fact that, uh, Toya's mom made a decision very early in her life to tithe even when it was really hard. And so the point I'm making here is that maybe you're like, you know, I cannot even afford $30 a month. I can't even afford, uh, you know, $10 a month right now. It's really, really hard. Well, maybe you can do a, a $10 one-time donation. Maybe you can do it and you can be one of our 10 calls right now and you can just do what you can because this is a time when uh, we we have $952. Uh, we can really, we can always appreciate the, 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 the smaller donations, but this is a great time to call in with those. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Third caller, where are you? Okay, first hour of this first day of the Sherathon. We need you right now. 1-800-476-3311. $952 is between us and getting $10,000. 1-800-476-3311. As we are talking about Eucharistic revival and, you know, Catholic Radio plays a huge role in that, I believe, Dave. Yes, without a doubt. Uh, 1-800-476-3311. All right, so two people on the line, $952 to go, 800-476-3311. This is very exciting. Uh, this is the first hour, and uh, I just want to, before you know, we do get to the top of the hour here in about 13 minutes, thank Bridget so much for this contingent matching gift. It makes it so exciting, and uh, to, to think that, you know, God willing, at the top of this hour, we will have already raised $20,000 towards Catholic Radio. I know, Toya, you've been paying the bills for many, many years. You know the expenses that a network like this uh, incurs, and uh, that, that's a great way to get started. And then we'll roll into hour number two, and hopefully um, it won't be a contingent matching gift, but hopefully we'll have success. Here's a San Antonio call, 89, 89.7 FM listener, Anonymous, $100 one time. So thank, th- you. thank you very much, Anonymous. Great to hear from South Texas. We were asking for San Antonio. Yeah. So yeah. Ha- has any region, have we heard from West Texas yet? 
don't other, think we've other heard than from Bridget. other than Bridget. We haven't heard from West Texas yet. But another uh, nice note, Dave, is Martha from Vienna, Virginia, made her donation to Perpetual. She oh, joined wow. the Perpetual Light Society. Oh. So, Martha, thank you so much. So, Dave, twelve minutes, eight hundred and fifty-two dollars, one person on. So, could we get ten people doing? Ten dollars a month, you know. You were talking about my mother's giving, and uh, boy, she taught me about tithing. And I think we should all teach our children about tithing. I remember a wonderful story, and it happened here back in the early days in Dallas, Dave. And a gentleman walked in, and he brought in ten dollars. No, no, it was $30, actually. And he said that um, every night he has his grandson, he gives him a dollar, and he says, go put it in the Catholic radio jar. Mm. And he said, and here's our $30 for this month. Mm. And I just thought, what a beautiful way to teach a child about tithing, the Guadalupe radio jar. We we need a lot of people to have a lot of Guadalupe radio jars. <clears throat> yeah, because yeah, yeah, generosity can be passed down. We have... A- Across the street neighbors that are just the most generous, wonderful neighbors in the world. And I noticed that their kids are the same way. Their kids are generous. And uh, my, my dad used to have what he called his Jesus account, in which he had a whole different separate account that he called the Jesus account. Mm-hmm. 10% of his, of his, you know, salary or whatever automatically went into that. And it was untouchable, you know, other than giving to the parish or to the poor or to, you know, pro-life or what, what have you. Uh, but that was, uh, I'll, never, I'll never forget the Jesus, account. he called it the I Jesus account. 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. All right, we're down to 11 minutes and uh, only one person on the line and you know Toya was talking before about the the, the theory that I have about the first hour kind of setting the, the the stage and the you know the the tone for the entire Sherathon I will say you know we we've only had nine calls you know, and usually uh, it takes about 30 calls to raise you know, $10,000. $10, yeah. yeah, so the volume of calls, as Toya likes to say, has not been all that high. But, you know, we still have time to change that. We could get to 30 calls. We need 21 more in 10 minutes. But the more important thing is we haven't even hit this goal yet. This is a contingent matching gift. The moment we raise $852 more, uh, you know, Bridget is, uh, you know, joyfully going to, you know, then say, okay, I've unleashed my ten thousand dollars uh you hit it and uh, you know we've we've never missed a a contingent matching gift and we've never missed an hour where there was a uh, seraphim donation you know so it's and we've had both of those this hour uh ted and carla are taking calls 800-476-3311 don't forget every donation every size gets a beautiful beautiful downloadable uh digital interview that wyatt wyatt goolsby our executive director from the Houston office did with Father Craig Vasek, and it's really, really good. I, I expected, you know, as I start listening, first of all, Wyatt just Wyatt just has a, a beautiful voice. I commented about Yeah, he has he said, a great he, voice. Yeah, he just has such a you know resonant and you know, beautiful voice, and and Father Vasek is so enthusiastic, and you love to see that. I, I I've I've met priests before where I was like, you know, gosh, you don't seem joyful in your vocation, but uh, you know, more often I find I find the ones that are yes. that you're like they they. You can tell. They don't even have to tell you they love being a priest. You can tell. And Father Vasek definitely uh, expresses oh, that. Oh, he does. It's a wonderful interview. All right. Edith in Houston, $50 one time from Our Lady of Mount Carmel Parish. Pray for my 
uh, son to get employment and my two co-workers that have stage 4 cancer. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. Ada, thank you for, for that donation. Uh, it's probably going to get doubled if we raise another $801. Uh, great to hear from you in Houston there. Two people on the line, uh, down to nine minutes. <laughs> this is uh, this is really turning out to be a nail-biter. Uh, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Uh, Bridget, I think you said Bridget always listens to her she hours. Does. So she's listening, and she's like, please, please. You know, she's praying that we raise another $801, but uh, th- this we've got to get some more calls. One more person. Uh, one more person who calls up with uh, a, a, an archangel donation, for example, uh, that would get us there. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. That's the number to call. Make your pledge of support. You know, Dave, I'd feel, I'd have the warm fuzzies if I could see 10 people. On the calls, right? <laughs> right now we have two. You know, we get up to three for just a, like a minute or two, and then we just go back down. So I know that a lot of people are going, what's going on? Where, where, where what's happening? Where's my mass this morning? Where's Catholic drive time this morning? And we are raising funds so that you get to have that when you tune in to your Catholic radio station. All right, I've got three. And now we're up to three again, so $800 in seven minutes. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. If we don't raise $801, we will not receive the $10,000, Dave. Yeah, three people on the line now. Would love to get to the 10 calls, $801 to go. It's been a good hour. Ten people total have been thanked so far. Another three are on the line. Carol, John, Ted, thank you for volunteering there in the Houston call center. 800-476-3311. We're just getting started. This is day hour one, day one of a four-day uh, Christmas share And I always am happy to hear people that say, you know what, I love listening to those share You know, they, 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 they really enjoy listening to it. Now, okay, now we've got four. Our- okay. <laughs> Let's get to 10. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. If we don't raise $801, family, we're not going to get it. You know, Dave, I believe that we live in some of the craziest, most concerning times ever. I mean, the whole Dodgers thing, and I don't even want to call that group sisters yeah oh yeah. my they, gosh they, they, they're just uh it's it's a perversion it's a darkening of the intellect and the will it's just it's just gross and that's why we need good positive things in the media we mm-hmm. need alternatives for people and catholic radio is there for you to enrich your life and draw you closer to christ 800-476-3311 so we need your support 801 dollars it's what we got to raise in five minutes Oh, my gosh, Dave. Yeah, we got the fourth caller on the line. Carol, John, Carla, Ted, all taking calls. We need the fifth caller. Maybe we can get to 10. This would be very, very unusual to get to 10 callers in the first hour of a share I don't know when the last time that happened, if it ever has happened. Uh, so that that's what's uh, on the line here. $801 to go. Uh, one of the calls just dropped, so I think <clears throat> we'll have somebody to thank here in a moment. Uh, but please, 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 uh, call us, uh, 800-476-3311. Uh, this is a contingent matching gift. Uh, Bridget, I, her, her last name is hard to pronounce, but you can do it. Yaquinello. Yaquinello. Okay, yes. Bridget. And I, Beautiful I remember, Italian name. I remember Bridget. Makes you want to have pasta. <laughs> 
<laughs> I always want to have pasta. <laughs> uh, and so I, I remember the first thing I think of when I think of Bridget, of course, she's done these contingent gifts many, many times, but she called in one time with a Fatima donation. Yes. And I was so, so very grateful. Okay. Oh, look at this. San Antonio Anonymous has put us over the top. Uh, St. Jose Santos Parish, pray for my family, $818. So that was clearly somebody who was just saying, what do you need? That was a short person. And so, Anonymous, thank you very much for that huge donation. Uh, four minutes to spare. Never had a doubt, did we? Never had a doubt. Uh, so thank, thank you so much and uh, that we get to say a thank you prayer and uh, say a few comments and close out this hour. My heart is pounding, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let us pray. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, we join you in celebrating this hour and lifting to you in prayer each person who gave a gift to help us reach that goal. We pray also for each of their needs, and we ask you to bless them with immeasurable graces for their generous support that allows your gospel message to be spread across the Guadalupe Radio Network. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. amen. So, you know, Dave, we got three minutes left. That's still enough time for seven more calls. Yes, and uh, and seven, we have a ten at once. And now uh, there's no pressure. We've hit the the goal. We got the contingent matching gift. Thank you very much, Bridget, for your generosity. It's a twenty thousand dollar hour at least. And now we get ten calls. You know, okay, now we're up to four. Uh, Sammy, Ted, Carla, Carol taking a call. That's one of the cool things. You know, Sammy is the president of the GRN. You, you never know who's going to answer the call. It's either going to be one of our, uh, wonderful, wonderful volunteers or, uh, somebody on the, the, the staff of, uh, GRN. One of the GRN family members may answer it as well. Uh, so, uh, let's get that fifth caller. We're, we're half, almost halfway there. 800-476-3311. We've got four people on the line. Now there's no pressure. Just everybody call in, do what you can. $10 one time. You know, you're going to get this, uh, digital downloadable interview uh, called A Eucharistic Revival in His Presence, a conversation with Father Craig Vasek. And, um, he has been, uh, uh, asked to, uh, be a specialist for the National Eucharistic Revival. And he is definitely the right priest for the job because it's such uh, a good one that yeah. that interview. His joy just comes through the airwaves. Yeah, and I've t- I've taken so and he I, I love what he said. Uh, he said that the Eucharistic Revival is not just about catechesis. It's right. not. It's not just about teaching people about the Eucharist, because I think most Catholics know the teaching. They know at least what the Catholic Church teaches. They may not believe it, unfortunately, and Wyatt brought out the fact that in a Pew Research poll back in 2019 revealed that only a third of Catholics believe in the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist, a third of them. Uh, oh, Toy, I think there's five now. Five, oh, five my on. goodness. We're halfway there. 800-476-3311. Oh, wow. we, we should hit goals more often. Yes, we should. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. And we were asking for people to do $10 a month, Dave. And Jorge is in Cibolo, Texas, did. Thank you so much. He goes to Our Lady Perpetual Help, and he asks prayers for healing. So thank you for responding to that call, Jorge. Yes, thank you so much, uh, and that got us a little bit more over the goal. And uh, here is, oh, okay, we Bridget's just came in. I was like, hey, we got a $10,000 donation. Okay, Bridget's uh, was put in, and so uh, she is from St. Anne's Parish, and thank you very, very much, Bridget, uh, from Midland, Texas. You uh, definitely electrified this hour. 
And uh, still three people on the line. We're going to come back and have another goal and another challenge for you and hopefully some fun raising money to keep your local Catholic radio station and the Guadalupe Radio Network on the air. If you want to be uh, among the first callers next hour, call right now, 800-476-3311. Thank you very much for your uh, steadfast support. We'll be back with more of the 2023 In His Presence Summer share on the Guadalupe Radio Network right after this. KSHJ, Houston.